this week on LB in the Basement. He went back to my car and came back and said, well, well you getting locked up on disorderly conduct, possession charge, and attempt violation. Oh, I was hot as fish grease. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> What's up to everybody around the world? It's me, your host, Lyndon Baskin. You are listening to LB in the Basement, episode three. Why you pull me over? So let's get right into it. I want to give a shout out to a black owned business right here in Memphis, Your Life Juice Bar, located at 4466 Elvis Presley Boulevard, Suite 164. They're doing a really great job in that community over there in Whitehaven. The menu is awesome, full of healthy choices. Get over there, get your juice on, and don't forget to tell them that Lyndon sent you. On today's pod, I'm on the road. I'm at 2733 Bartlett Boulevard at Turning Heads, all the way here to introduce my guest for today, Andre Hunt, husband, father of four beautiful girls, a war vet, Navy war veteran, man. Andre, how you feeling today, man? Feeling wonderful, man. Thanks for inviting me. It's good to have you. It's good to have you. If you ever need a haircut, you're in the area, come see my man here at 2733 Bartlett Boulevard again. He'll get you right. Got it. A few barbers in here, man. They taking care of business, man. So, man, how you been? How's the family? Everything beautiful, man. Watching these little girls grow up. It's just a beautiful process waking up to them every morning. Yeah, man. They get older, man. And they're going to be grown before you know you're going to be watching them go to prom. Old and sassy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just wanted to bring you in today, man, discuss a few things with you. Usually, this is what we have most of our intense conversations right here in the barbershop, man. So I thought it'd be great to have you on as a guest. And uh, like I said, man, I appreciate you uh, allowing me the opportunity to step in here and put you on the pod. Today, we're going to be talking about you know, why you pulled me over. That's the first thing many people think when they get pulled over. The first thing that comes to mind is, why am I getting pulled over? Why you pulled me over, man? So tell me a little bit about your experiences uh, on traffic stops that you've had and encountered in uh just go into detail about, you know, how you feel and your emotions about that. Well, maybe about six, seven years ago, I had just come from running in the park. I have a Nike sweatsuit on, really. Just when I got something to eat, and I was on my way back home, coming downstage, leaving Bartlett, in the Chrysler 300 on 22. <laughs> Blacked out, 15%. He initially pulled me over and said, you, have, you're, you know, your tent is too dark. And I'm like, okay, I know. The Tennessee requirement is, what, 30% or something like that. Well, anyway, he went back there. He was just sitting back there for like 10 minutes. So I look out the window like, man, I got to go. Can I, you know, can you give me my ticket so I can go? He told me to shut up and get back in the car. Then he come back up to the car and say, can I search a car? And I'm like, no. For what? He went and got his dog anyways. Dog walk around the car, didn't, didn't, didn't pick up on anything. Before you know it, it's another car pull up. Well, he snatched me out of the car. Started grabbing me all on my testicles and searching for stuff. Now I got a little Nike fleece thing on. Not it's very thin. So I'm like, why you why you treat me as though I'm a drug dealer because I got rims and tin on my car? I said I'm a barber. I'm off today. I work just like you. Shut up. Don't make this a racial thing. Yada yada yada. He's saying all this, and so he he eventually told me to sit down and shut up. I mean, I was in my in my mind. I said I'm like. I ain't sitting down nowhere and shutting up. You violating me. That's the exact words he used. Sit down and shut up. Yes. Uh. <laughs> he said, sit on the curb and shut up. That's what he told me. I was like, I ain't sitting nowhere. And so he kept seeing, he went to search my car, searched it high, low, and dry. By this time, another officer pulled up and he put me in the back of the other man's car. He was in handcuffs at this point? 
Well, I don't think they put me in handcuffs yet. Okay. They didn't put me in no handcuffs. They just put me in the back of the car because he didn't want me to keep talking because I was just going off. Okay. Man, you treat me. You got me. I'm, I wasn't cursing them out. And I was just like, it's messed up. You treat me like I'm a drug dealer and yada, yada, yada. And so he came back in, into the car and was like, you want to do an officer favor because he found a stem in my car. He said, you want to do an officer favor? And I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, you want to make a purchase? And pretty much trying to get me to set somebody up. So I went in like, I don't know nobody to smoke with. I don't sell weed, whatever. This the Memphis police? No, this is Bartlett police. Bartlett police. Okay. And so he went back to my car and came back and said, well, well you getting locked up on disorderly conduct, possession charge, and attempt violation. Oh, I was hot as fish grease. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was hot. So they, they end up taking you to jail? Yeah, they end up taking me to jail. Okay. And of course, we I got in jail and I was going, I was going ham on everybody. Just talking crazy to everybody. And then one and one of the actually were white guys that was working in there. He was like, Man, could you calm down? We know we got a lot of bad seeds. I'm not one of them. I'm just the processing guy. Don't take it out on me. So I just went in and was like, Well, don't even listen to me, because everything I'm saying is to that guy. And I was talking, but initially after the fact, after all of it, they dropped it, squashed everything. But he said this to me before we even got out the car. If you would have shut up, you probably wouldn't even be in this position. It, was you charged any fines, anything like that? Of course, I had to get a lawyer, like twelve hundred. I had to pay twelve hundred dollars to get a lawyer, and they dismissed it once they got in the court. The prosecutor seen what he had me in there on, and he was laughing them like, "Why you do this?" But it's just fact. I still had to get a pay twelve hundred dollars to get the lawyer. And it was just a money thing. Do you feel like the officer stereotyped you? Of course, he stereotyped. Okay, so you had to pay a fine. Uh, you was locked up, and this cost you nothing but money. How do you think you uh, approach that situation differently now, Dre? Like, so if you was pulled over now with that situation, uh, t- take me through. Would you have done anything differently? Like, how how would it be now? Do you at still have point, that car? No, I, I sold that car. But at this point, if, you, if, if the same incident occurred, I, I would let him just do his job and get it over with. Uh, I, would, I would keep my mouth closed because that initially was started him to, you know, to— act differently he was like waiting for me to do something so he could so i can get him charged up to try to find something to how would you say incriminate myself i incriminated myself by talking in a sense although it's not supposed to be that way but do you think that um just us you know being black uh black males do you think that puts us in a bad situation just after we get pulled over period do you think that has something to do with it or you think do you think you would have got treated differently if you was a male white of course I'm going to put it out there. Of course I do. On, in, on 20s, in the Chrysler? Yes. Okay. I, I think I would have been treated differently. What are some of the things that you, you're going to teach your kids? Like, uh, I know we talk about, like, raising our kids, and how are you going to teach your children how to act on traffic stops? Are there some things that you're going you're gonna to have this discussion with them? Because I don't remember my parents ever t- telling me anything about a traffic stop at all. They didn't, they didn't go through the motions about traffic stops or how to act when you're around a police officer. But um, even though back in the day, they went through the same thing, you know, so it's kind of it's kind of odd that uh, they wouldn't talk to us about that. Did your parents, let's start there, actually. Did your parents talk to you anything about traffic stops? They dealing never, with police? never spoke with me about, see, I'm a 79 baby, so I grew up in a different era. And the police actually wasn't as prevalent. Well, they were, but honestly... In my teenage years, I was in the streets and doing all that type of stuff. So when I was getting pulled over, it was warranted. It was warranted. You know what I'm saying? But they never spoke to me about things like that. It's just, it's it's running a rampant at this point in time. It's just getting out of hand. You know, how would I speak to my daughters? It's kind of different with females. 
Yeah, it's kind of different. Um, the negligence on police, though, yeah. conduct, I just feel it's, it, it just needs to be talked about. Uh, maybe they may be riding with a male. Your daughters get old of age, 18, they ride with their friend or their boyfriend. And, you know, is there some things that you may want to speak to them about, how to act on the traffic stuff? Yeah, in that scenario, yeah, I can honestly tell them to not be moving around to try to calm the guy down if he's getting irate. And that's a tough question. I never thought about that one. Yeah, I know. It's tough. I kind of try to put myself in the same situation. I try to teach Langston, you just know how to act, period, and may, and what may warrant you know, an officer's attention. Because at the end of the day, you, the officer doesn't know you and you don't know the officer. And contrary to what people may believe and think, you know, some these officers out here, you know, they're they scared. They don't know you. They don't know what you got in the car. Exactly. The number one thing I would tell them is do not argue and cause anything. Do not argue with the officer. Let him do his job because arguing causes more conflict than anything. It causes conflict. Also, would like to mention, like, whatever is done unlawful to you, live so we can deal with that later. Whatever is done wrong to my son, I will make sure I deal with it like it's supposed to be dealt with. So that, But if you don't, if you get into a situation where you, you arguing with the officer and he's getting even more nervous than he already is, then you, you may we may not make it to the situation where I got to deal with it. I may have to deal with it, something else. And that's what I don't want to. So that's just one of the things I like to say to to the listeners is, you know, make it out so that we can deal with deal with the wrong officer if he is treating you, you know, wrong. And the most important thing is parents, you should just teach your children their rights to yeah. know their rights when pulled over by an officer. Know your rights, but don't don't be belligerent with the officer for no reason, just because you know your rights and, and let him do his job. But know when you were being violated and address those things. I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. A lot of sense, actually. All right. So, um, you said you was you was taken to jail on that instance. Uh, tell me uh, about the experience in jail. Well, that particular experience in jail, I went to, in Bartlett, and they only go to the, the judge only goes to court on Wednesday, Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday. And that particular day, I was on a, in on a Monday, so I didn't get out till Wednesday. So Wednesday, so you had to sit in jail the Wednesday. Yes. I mean, I know this is a little personal, but how does it feel inside of there? Like, I mean, what's the feeling when you're in there? It's like, cold. You're fuming, especially when you ain't do anything. Yeah, you, yeah. It's cold in there, and you're fuming, and you're ready to do. You're just hot. You just you, they taking your time away from you, and now you got to pay some more money. And I lost two days of my life. Like your freedom? Yeah. My freedom from my children, my family, and it's just not a good feeling at all. It's just at that point you just you're so mad. It's just you just want to go against the system. Want to go against the system? Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to stay on track when you, especially when you know you didn't you didn't do anything. So I, I can I feel you on that. All right. So as now you you own your own shop here. Have you had any uh, experiences with police officers here since you you now have your shop is in Barlet? So how are they treating you with your business? Have you had any encounters with the uh, Barlet police here? No run-ins with the Bartlett police. No run-ins with the Bartlett police here. Okay. That's cool. I see them pulling people over every day, though. But yeah. <laughs> they don't know, not know to stop speeding when they come through Bartlett. Yeah, yeah. Bartlett is a little little stricter. They're not as lenient, you know, as some would say, as other officers. So Not a lot of crime. Not a lot of crime. So they got a lot of time on their hands. Right. So that makes sense. I can understand that. 
No crime. You got to bring the, got to pay the bill somehow. You got to run them tickets. That's what they say, man. That's what they say. <laughs> the quota, the old quota. I don't know, man. I, I'm not a baller police officer, so I don't know how they operate. I've never been inside one of their roll calls. That's interesting, man. Like I said, thanks again, man. You've been great. Anything else you want to uh, give to the audience before we get you out of here, man? Listen, God created man and man created constitutions and constitutions created the government and government created corporations. With that being said, if you govern yourself accordingly, more than likely you will not get pulled over by the police officer. How, how can we govern now? So what are you going to that for? Well, you govern your thoughts, your energy, what you're feeling, what you're saying, what you're doing, because all this is bringing and attracting those things back to you. Well, you heard it here. LB in the basement, man. My guy, Andre Hunt. Man, giving y'all some knowledge, man. Y'all better soak it up, man. Uh, like I said, man, I appreciate having you on, man. Thank you. Andre gave us a really good example of how negative energy can affect an officer's emotions and reactions. And although we should not be subject to this type of behavior, as Black people, we are very intimidating to male white officers when they make traffic stops. So we have to understand that, understand the world we live in today and try to look for a solution. So my solution for this particular situation is make it through the stop so that you can deal with everything else later. I always talk about building this relationship between police and the citizens, community policing, and that's all good. I want to have a good relationship with kids and understand. I want them to understand that, you know, every officer it's not the same. They don't think the same, but I don't really ever think we're going to, the citizens are really ever going to really trust police, man. Let's just be honest here in, you know, a black community, the trust is not there. It's not, it's not going to ever be there. So the little things do count though. And that's focusing on these kids, man, and making sure that as a police officer, I'm doing my job correctly. I'm going to move on to sports. I'm always going to discuss some sports on my podcast. That's just the man in me. First thing I want to know, how are you? The listeners feel about the Kareem Hunt situation. He was let go after a video surfaced of him uh, kicking a woman in his home. It was a TMZ video. And shortly after, the Kansas City Chiefs, the NFL team that he played for, released him. A lot of people are saying that the NFL did not do their due diligence in investigating the situation. They could have probably done more you know, to help Kareem Hunt. But needless to say, he was let go and released. It's sad to see another, especially black uh, athlete in the news for something like this. Uh, hopefully he's able to move past this and uh, get picked up by another team uh, for all it was his job playing football. So hopefully that works out. I want to know how you feel about that situation. What are your thoughts on it? Do you think he should have been fired? Do you think the NFL should have did better? Secondly, we got McCarthy. He was also fired by the Green Bay Packers. Uh, McCarthy took the um, Green Bay Packers to a Super Bowl. A lot of people are blaming Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is at fault saying that uh, he didn't he didn't do anything to help the coach. So it's kind of sad uh, to see a winning coach get fired, but we, we really don't know what's going on over there. I want to know your thoughts about that. You think McCarthy should have been fired? Uh, or do you think he should have been given a little bit more time due to the injuries or anything like that? It's crazy. The last time I had a podcast, uh, right before the Sixers ended up uh, making a deal for Jimmy Butler. Do you think that puts Jimmy Butler 
in the Sixers in contention for championship. A lot of people are saying that's that's a power move. Me personally, I don't think so. I think that the East has to go through uh, Kawhi, uh, and that was the biggest move of the offseason for the East, besides LeBron leaving the East, going to the West. Speaking of LeBron and the Lakers, I mean, I really feel like we got to get rid of Brandon Ingram. His attitude lately has been off the charts. I've been watching him real close. I watch every Lakers game, every single one. I got NBA League pass. I watch every Lakers game, and I'm starting to pick up on Ingram, man. Pay close attention to him. His attitude, his attitude is bad. So I really think they should shop him while they can and get something. Right now, we, we don't need to wait. Thought that a Jimmy Butler trade would have been perfect, but they didn't think so. So what do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about shopping Ingram? Should the Lakers shop Ingram? And Duke, man, Duke has this kid named Zion. And if you haven't seen Zion play yet, I mean, you need to tune in. I'm a Duke fan as well. Do you think he will provide value in the NBA is the main question. I've been arguing to the barbershops and talking to my friends. I don't think so. I think he's going to have a tough time in the league. But, hey, they say, you know, talent like that, you don't see all that often. So those are just my thoughts right there on sports. I really want you guys to follow me if you haven't already. Follow us on Instagram, LB901Talk. That's LB901Talk at Instagram. You can message me your questions, your, anything you want to hear about policing. I'm going to try to answer it for you. Uh, if you feel like you was treated unfairly about something or a police officer encounter, I'm going to try to answer it for you and help you out the best way I can. That's that's why I'm here. Uh, we also have a Twitter handle. Uh, same thing. It's LB901Talk. LB901Talk. Shout out to Joel North. You can find him on Fiverr. He helps out with the podcast. He's the producer behind the audio. He's a good engineer. He's from Canada. Again, you can find him on Fiverr.com. He does a really good job. Thanks again for everyone who's following. Special shout out to the Baskins. We lost our uncle. This past Thanksgiving, man, it's been tough. I lost both my uncles this year. One to cancer and one just had a heart attack and it was unexpected. So, man, we really do a good job of smiling through the pain. Uh, His homegoing was amazing. Uh, My uncle married me, man. He was real important to me. Uh, He was a very genuine person. So you definitely will be Miss Unc. I love you. I love my family, man. The Baskins, man. You guys are great. You guys keep your head up. We're going to get through this just like everything else. And I'm out, man.